Here are the highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Visit freetalklive.com for the full episode. The attack on Tornado Cash. Oh, yeah. Have you guys been following this at all? I haven't had a chance to read the story, um, but I, I did I did hear about the update to it yeah. that I think you're gonna be getting into here, and yeah. it's it's it sounds yeah. absolutely crazy. Has he been indicted yet? Well, start the story. And all yeah, that. start the story. Yeah, <laughs> give us well, give us some uh, so clues t- here. Tornado Cash, as I understand it, having never actually used the service myself, it's um, Ethereum. I believe. I believe right? it's an Ethereum mixer, and mm-hmm. I think it also uh, will mix Ethereum tokens as well. Because a lot of the news around Tornado Cash, for those that don't know, earlier this week, I think it was Monday or Tuesday. The Treasury Department in the U.S. just declared that Tornado Cash is a sanctioned entity. And so even though it's just code. And, and and the thing is, you know, what I want to know is, is mm. what exactly did the sanction? Because it, it, is it even an entity? And it's then, just code running on right. the Ethereum network. Yeah, if there's and then, no corporation, there's no person to sanction. Correct. Right. Well, and then there's two other factors, too. Um, there's, there is the source code, but there's also the protocol. You can have multiple implementations of, a, of, of I want to say of the protocol, but more of the, of the code, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you could have two different applications completely written independently complying with the same protocol and be able to do the same thing. So it's important to know, did they, is it, is it the software that's sanctioned? Is it the person who wrote it that's sanctioned? Is it the users who are sanctioned from using it? Or is See, it the protocol? The United States controls people in the United States. The problem is once it's out of the United States, the United States doesn't control it anyway. And it already left the United States, well, whether the United States knew it or not. That was in the 90s. Now the, now the U.S. government seems to think it rules the world. I mean, look at uh, mm-hmm. at uh, Kim dot com. Sure, they're still trying to extradite. It's yeah, true. Um, it's true. Uh, uh, but there are Julian some Assange. there Noriega. are some differences between Kim dot com's case in that there is at least uh, you know the underlying premises of copyright involved, which there is a law mm-hmm. in almost every country. It, so, except the thing about Kim dot com is he didn't actually, as I understand it, he's not accused of actually violating any copyrights he's accused of having a system on the internet that other people used for a purpose okay well that's very similar actually to what's gonna what we're gonna get into so so it's very similar to what's what we've got i think you're it's a it's a random passive service out on the internet and somebody used it for something the government doesn't like and now the guy who creates it it's created it's called a criminal there are flaws in their argument right and there's flaws in the kim case there's flaws in this case too i think yeah Yeah, but the flaws don't always keep you out of prison that's true. That's the thing. You yep. can beat the rap, but you can't beat the ride, as right, they say. Right. Meaning that, okay, if eventually this guy, for for those that we haven't even gotten to the news, 29-year-old man has been arrested in Amsterdam. He is accused of being one of the programmers. Is it sanctioned to now even have a copy of this code because it's so dangerous to the state? Well- I, I don't know. I mean, someone would have to tell me what law. Well, it, wouldn't that also be prior restraint, too? I mean, that's, isn't that another issue in what this does that case? Mean? Uh, prior, they, they uh, usually when, when you publish something, mm-hmm. uh, the government can't do prior restraint and say, you can't publish that in the future. What they can do is wait for you to publish it and then go after you. And that was a big issue when the New York Times published the Pentagon Papers. Uh, the the mm. court said we're yep. not going to restrain him from restrain them from uh, 
from uh, publishing this in advance, but you can go after him after he does. This is when the New York Times still employed actual journalists. Uh, I guess they 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 just recently waited to ask permission from a senator before publishing an op-ed. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think basically what it does is it enables the government to go after an individual uh, or maybe even an entity, um, but not necessarily stop them from publishing. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, it can't be prior restraint. You don't have an option generally to pick, oh, I'm willing to only send that contaminated Ethereum that I received. It would be very to, difficult you, to You can to actually. Not in a with, normal app, uh, though, right? Koinomi, you can do it. You can, you can how, send how do you, it. How do you do that? That's curious. It's, um, it's getting a little technical, but. Okay. Uh, I don't want to get, hear the technical explanation, but is it, ability. Is it you like. You can definitely do it if you're handcrafting your transactions. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So you have to go to a terminal of some kind and type something it's in. It's an in order. very yeah. advanced They would user. probably generate the transaction for you and say just sign this and put it in and then and then of course if you send it is that not then violating that would also violate, that would also the, violate sanctions. the sanctions yeah, so, not, not if you're sending it to the government well yeah they would waive that if you're, if right. you're doing it under threat Maybe. of government action um so now of course they they could charge you for receiving sanctioned money or receiving something from this sanctioned address mm-hmm. but they couldn't prove that you were the one that did it I, ultimately I'm that also, doesn't mean they wouldn't ruin well, your life. Have, the, I mean if somebody sends cryptocurrency you're the one you're the one person that they can pretty much rule out most of the time the one person who didn't send me cri- cryptocurrency is me because why bother well no, they it, would, unless you're moving it from wallet to wallet that's the thing this would be coming from a mixer so the suggestion is that that person must have been the one that sent that sent it yeah i'm thinking about these eighty-seven thousand irs agents that they, they're adding oh yeah the, that's uh, a good story the uh um circular that they petitioned to, to recruit these guys reads like a battle brochure i mean they want you to be uh hard and ready and you know armed they're, to they're, the teeth oh i always yeah, am <laughs> Yeah, you're referring well, to the advertisement uh, that apparently they posted somewhere online to hire these 87,000 people that was saying that they needed to be uh, prepared to carry arms and shoot people if necessary. And then they apparently went and removed some of that wording from the advertisement. <laughs> Always remember, the government values your money more than it values your life. Oh, yeah. If you want, if you, if you want to see it, it was on the D.C. Patriot. Oh, yeah. yeah I've, I've seen it. And then they changed it because uh, of uh, all yeah, the, I mean, the feedback. There's 70,000 agents now. They want another 87,000? Hell, like the 70 they got ain't making us miserable enough. Yeah, well, the only answer is to get out of the United States as far as uh, secession. I mean, you can obviously physically leave if you can afford it, but uh, political solutions are not going to include voting new people into the federal government. It is never going to change. It's never going to get better. It doesn't matter who you vote for. The swamp will infect them if they are already not an evil person. Also in the cryptocurrency domain, the FIOD stands for a safe financial Netherlands <laughs> and investigates with a <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're safe so long as you don't write any damn software. 
then you're screwed. And investigates with effect and impact. Today, the suspect is brought before the examining judge. Tornado Cash is a mixing service for cryptocurrencies. The online service makes it possible to conceal the origin or destination of cryptocurrencies. The, cr- the criminal origin of the cryptocurrencies is often not or hardly checked by such mixing services. That's because there How is no service. <laughs> there is no. There's no. There's no person right. that's running this. This is thing. this is this is another example of uh, pro- prosecutorial, I guess, or I don't know, or is this the the? I guess this is the equivalent of the FBI. It's the but, FBI, basically. But this is the equivalent of the FBI basically getting up and lying to the public about what's going on because which as you, they do all the time, right? Which they do every time. Mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, the, the more I follow a case. The more lies that I hear or I notice, it's oh, yeah. like if if you read if you read the press releases, uh, you know you'll you'll notice some things. But if you start like going through like actual, um, you know uh, what what is it uh, doc the docket right and mm-hmm. you look through like different things that are submitted, you'll very quickly notice that like every other word that comes out of the government's mouth is a lie when mm-hmm. it comes to cases particularly like this. But it's not even just cases like this, but in particular cases like this. There's Never no forget what Nietzsche wrote. The government is the coldest of cold monsters. Coldly it lies, and this lie droppeth from its lips. They've arrested one of the contributors to Tornado Cash, one of the programmers named Alex Pertsev, a uh, gentleman named Chris Bleck is writing about this on his Twitter account, at Chris B-L-E-C. He says uh, that Tornado Cash, so he's got the announcement that we just read a few moments ago by the Netherlands police, essentially their equivalent of the FBI, the FIOD over there. Uh, he says the announcement contains errors. It says that Tornado is operated by a decentralized autonomous organization that is wrong. He says there is no entity. Tornado is open source code running in several autonomous smart contracts. It was written once, deployed once, and not touched since then. <laughs> I think that's interesting, right? It's like, yeah. These guys cooked up some code for privacy. They put it on the internet. They invited everybody to use it. And turns out some criminals used it. So yeah. now they're being charged with uh, criminal acts. I mean... You know, this it sort of almost sounds sort of like kind of a similar. I don't know how similar it is exactly, but it sort of sounds like the absurdity is kind of like going after UPS or USP because somebody shipped some drugs. Because somebody shipped some drugs. Like yeah. really? I mean, they're not doing that though, are they? <laughs> it would be it, no, it would be a really obviously it would be right. ridiculous. They, they it would be ridiculous, and plus UPS has lawyers right yeah. so ups is a uh, wealthy organization that is going to fight if all of a sudden the federal government shows up and says well somebody shipped some drugs through your service so we're going to go ahead and arrest your whole management team it's not enough to know that people can use your product to commit crimes it's that's it, that's not necessarily a crime knowing that people can use your product to commit crimes it's selling or doing business with somebody who you know is committing crimes uh, yes, that becomes the problem. Money, money I mean, laundering. So it's it's a big a big question here. I think is is that a requirement in the Netherlands mm-hmm. law in terms of, of this case? You would think it would have to be pretty much, but mm-hmm. when I, I mean, can't, otherwise everybody's it. a criminal. I trade in dollars. I know that not only are dollars used in war crimes, but the same people who are issuing the dollars are committing the war crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but well, they exempt themselves. What can I do? A yeah. uh, little bit more here. This is from the what is this called? Whiteboardcrypto.com newsletter, where he gets into some of the details on what these sanctions are. He says, so uh, there's an organization called the Office of Foreign Assets Control, or OFAC, which is a government agency that investigates who the United States should be blocked from doing business with. 
And by that, they mean the people of the United Mm. States. Obviously, we shouldn't be doing business with criminals, right? There's this special list called the SDN. I'd rather deal with criminals than deal with politicians. Or a specially designated national and blocked persons list that contains a list of people, groups of people, and things that are now illegal to interact with. This is what the sanctioned persons list, basically. I'm really glad that uh, the tech people are on tonight because I just watched a video that it was something that I had noticed, but I haven't really heard anybody cover, so I'm sorry if you guys have already talked about it. But Did um, you say the putz people? Tech people. The, the tech, tech people. Oh, okay. That was way <laughs> no, off. No, not the putz people. <laughs> okay, what was the video? Um, it's by Jimmy Corsetti of Bright Insight. He was a guest on Joe Rogan once. And he was talking about how Google and other search engines are deleting parts of the Internet, or really what they're not doing is they're not accessing parts of the Internet. So people will remember, used to, if you typed in a popular keyword, uh, you'd get billions of results, and you could literally click on those pages at the bottom that just seemed to go on forever. Mm -hmm. And now if you do that, um, you guys probably don't use Google, but um, if you do that now, sometimes (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes um, you have no choice. Mm. Right, exactly. Yeah. So if you go to images, you get very few images anymore. The page doesn't go on forever. And if you go to the bottom with the numbers to click through the pages, um, Mm. you only get about 40 pages at most. If if you, yes, if you, well, it's about 20. And then if you click uh, repeat with omitted searches that are similar, you only get about 40 pages. And on the last page, it'll say um, only like, it'll, Mm. it, it goes from so many billions of results to like 400 results. I just tested the, the claim because normally when you're mm-hmm. searching for something, you're searching for something specific, right? And so it's not mm-hmm. unbelievable that, oh, well, there's only 20 pages of results. I looked for something specific. So I just searched for the word search. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's probably a lot of results for the word search on, on the internet, right? And if, indeed, if Google, you search for them. Uh, well, indeed. And, uh, and Google does say when you search for the word search that there are 25 billion results 25.2 billion results but yet as as olivia points out you can only go up to 20 pages of them and then if you do the omitted results then it goes to 40 or 41 pages and that's it that's all you get so what would be really interesting would be come up with a with a decentralized search engine where basically uses the seti approach of spreading the uh spreading the data across a lot of different people's uh, computers and mm-hmm. basically the the way it would operate it is you put in your your search term to whatever you put it into okay and then basically you flag the best results you got back this is this is what i was looking for mm-hmm. when i typed that in and uh and and then aggregate all that data across a lot of different machines the neat thing is the aggregators would get to see all the cool stuff that other people were were searching on. One big question is, what about Ethereum miners? Do the, all that, Ethereum miners have have uh, have criminal liability for this thing? That's a great question. They actually do address that in the story, I think. Uh, so let me go on here. So he says it's now illegal to for anyone in the U.S. to engage in trade or perform "quote unquote" other dealings with a decentralized application known as Tornado Cash. For starters, well, that's not vague at all. This means, no, of course not. This could mean using it, depositing funds into the contract, and withdrawing funds from the contract. But to go even further, it could also mean donating to the project, which is found mm-hmm. on Gitcoin, adding code to the project, 
or even visiting the mm-hmm. website. The the code is back up on Gitcoin. I don't I've know if never it's heard ba- of Gitcoin. I don't know if it's back up. Uh, it may have been uh, there. I don't know what well, Gitcoin you said is. Gitcoin. Not That's what GitHub. it says here. Yeah, Gitcoin. I don't know what okay. that is. Um, I don't know what that is it either. It sounds like but some I sort of crypto related thing. So uh, it's more probably question- a crypto related GitHub. Sounds which like it. I should be on that. More questionably, he says, you might even be guilty if you're fa- if you are found mining a transaction that interacts with the application. I mean, that is quite a stretch, but it could be the case. And for listeners that don't know what that means is on uh, systems like Bitcoin or Ethereum, there are miners that are constantly at work trying to verify transactions and essentially secure the, the network. Doesn't North Korea have a right to trade? Are, are North Koreans just supposed to starve to death? Apparently, is that's that what the they plan? believe. Yep. Um, uh, he says, I know you're thinking they can't block a decentralized application, right? Well, technically it is decentralized, so it's very difficult to take down. However, putting it on the sanctions list is going to have a ton of second-order consequences, and so now he's going to get into what those are. For starters, mm-hmm. any tokens used on the platform must prevent usage if possible. So, as we discussed earlier this week, USDC is a stablecoin, as they call it, which means it's a crypto token backed by the U.S. dollar. Uh, it's issued by a company, a private company called Circle, which is based in the United States. So what happened earlier this week? Circle went into their uh, their system, their smart contract that they absolutely can administer because it's a centralized company. It's their code. They run the thing. And they mm. block and blacklisted, blocked out, I don't know how many, you know, a dozen or whatever, maybe more addresses that were associated with Tornado Cash, and they froze all of the, the USDC in those accounts. Hey, Daily Digest listeners, this is Riley Blake. I enjoy Free Talk Live, and I know you do too, but finding time to listen to an entire episode isn't always easy, so I produce the Daily Digest. I appreciate those of you who have supported me on Patreon and sent Bitcoin to me to thank me for producing these digests. For those who wish to support me on Patreon, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. If you wish to send Bitcoin, visit patreon.com slash crblake86. 86 for those details. That's patreon.com slash crblake86. Thank you. What I've been told is that, you know, our state has always been a the Sioux state, from what I've been hearing. And Sioux I, state? The Sioux state? Sioux. S-U-E. Sioux state. Okay. Like they sue people? Are they litigious? Yeah, very, very, um, very, very litigious state and i have seen many many law offices around downtown and i've also seen many lawyer commercials and i'm i'm trying to figure out why this is so and um and what's well, people like said? money and they don't like to work so <laughs> if you can if you can use the use the court system to scam everybody outside of your money you don't mm-hmm. have to work as a matter of fact that would be a great way for for I mean, if you don't have any other skills, that would be a great way for you to spend your time. Go fall down in a bank. <laughs> you know, I hate banks. Uh, there was, of course, a, a very popular television series called Better Call Saul that is focused there in uh, in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, uh, Sarah. Is there any evidence that New Mexico is more litigious than other states? Because it seems mm-hmm. like the United States is a particularly litigious society in general. Well, when you stop caring about people, you don't mind using force against mm-hmm. them. We do have former communists, like you said. We have, we're, our stake is the most government assistance. 
because of our poverty, uh, more people on disability, Medicaid, food stamps, and whatnot also. But that aspect is kind of the other aspect is that our laws do not really – it's not stringent. That part is not so much – Nobody's laws like, protect anybody. Well, here's the thing is that we have to sue they, – they hired anybody, and then they, they raped – they had sex with mentally ill girls in the mental hospital. Okay, Who runs the mental Half the people I've dated have been <laughs> bat guano <laughs> local. Hold on, Sarah, hold on, hold on. Who runs the mental hospital? Well, the thing is, your who, mental who hospital, your, your, the, your state people, the, the law quiet part is the government the women. Runs. Our state, we don't. So then our state, they have to get a lawyer to sue on behalf okay, of the Okay, but who runs the mental girl. hospital? Well, you know, it's run differently. Your state, they would... You're not going to answer you, that right? question, are you? We're, we're going to hold your feet to the fire. What if you're just simply mining? the ethereum blockchain and that a, a prohibited transaction goes through your computer during you know the process of uh, of mining does that mean that you're now assisting in quote unquote money laundering in that case working in a code mine going down <laughs> <laughs> does that constitute knowing or no, uh should have known <laughs> well that's that's the thing like they're alleging mm-hmm. that this programmer who they've now arrested in the netherlands and they're apparently charging him in the netherlands so he's not there's no talk about him being extradited at this time but they're, you know, they're going after it's people. It's all right with the usual amount of dated. Yeah, they're they're going after people, and they're saying, "Well, you made something that it, that people used criminally." So they're not saying right. that he per se even knew that. They're going after him anyway, and, and that's it's not, not even you. Henry Ford's some, like lucky he's dead. And it, Alexander Graham Bell. It's, I mean, how many people arranged for a murder over the tele over the telephone and then drove a car to commit it? Yeah, yeah it's it's some per, small percentage of people used illegally, right? It's not even just it's a minority, right? Them, right. Yeah. So that's what they that's what they're doing they're right minorities. now. And it brings up another question about uh, Monero, and we, we touched on this briefly earlier, but but the last point here they make on the whiteboard crypto uh, release about this is, what does this mean for for Monero? Have you guys been, or have, did you follow the case of the state of New Hampshire versus Vladimir Zukoski at all? No, I did hear about this. Uh, there Isn't was that a, the president of the Ukraine? No, but this guy is apparently from somewhere in uh, Eastern Europe. But uh, well, From th- the name, you'd ha- he'd have to be. This he guy, was from Russia. Or have just terribly cruel parents. He was, uh, what was he charged with? He was recently found not guilty by a jury, and apparently the governor of the state of New Hampshire is upset about it, and he's been lambasting the jury process, I guess, publicly. Uh, Maybe but, I should cry. What's the well, story, I mean, Rob? Him and that, him and that meatball there that works at the attorney general's office. There, I, I'm losing. Uh, you know, I, I can't remember his name, but they went ahead and made comments about the decision that the jury made. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I watched this trial on uh, WMUR. Uh, oh, okay. At the beginning, at the beginning, mm-hmm. okay. You could hear a lot of people making all the comments mm-hmm. about how bad this guy was and what he did. Okay. So on the brakes for just a second. What, his, what was this joker charged with? He was charged with seven counts of, of uh, manslaughter. A truck driver from, I guess, Eastern Europe was in an accident involving several uh, members of a motorcycle club. And what was it? Seven people died. 
Rob? Yeah, seven people. Yeah, seven people died out of the club. But what they didn't tell the public was that club came from a keg party. Mm. Okay, and everyone was all drinking. Drunk as a cooter brown. And you said that the you know, the leader of the motorcycle club had double, roughly double the legal limit of alcohol. I mean, that is pretty drunk. Mm. Right, and so they could, you know. They determined that the guy driving the pickup was not impaired. Okay. You know, but they mm-hmm. did prove that the, all the guys driving them bikes, they were all impaired. So this wasn't a, tr- mm-hmm. he wasn't a trucker as in uh, like a big rig. He was just driving a pickup truck. No. He was driving a pickup truck and, and he was pulling a, well, a In this trailer. case, it was a knockdown truck. <laughs> right. And it was said that he was swerving all over the road, which in fact he wasn't. Mm. And... But the thing that's, that, 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 that's troubling about all of this, or a, lo- a lot of different things, I should say, is that the guy was found not guilty. But yet right after that trial, right after, they took and he was detained by ICE. If you ever have a chance to be on jury duty, you can save an innocent person's maybe not mm-hmm. save them from death but save them from having all the value sucked out of their life you can save them from a conviction for some sort of quote-unquote crime that has no victim which in many cases mm-hmm. uh, or in the case of this person who is being wrongfully prosecuted even mm-hmm. though there were people who died in this particular case it wasn't his fault and that was proven pretty clear in this case. Obviously, the jury uh, set this man free, despite the fact that he was an immigrant. And always remember what they say in A&A. They say you can recover from addiction, but you can't recover well, from my conviction. Opinion, my opinion is that, uh, you know, Prince Sununu should step down and let nobody take his place because nobody tells mm-hmm. the truth. Nobody can fix the economy, and nobody cares about the poor. And nobody should be governor. You just heard highlights from the latest episode of Free Talk Live. You can download full episodes, subscribe to our podcast, listen live, and more, all for free at freetalklive.com.